Hey, what's going on? It is episode 257 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. As you can hear in the background is my sump pump kicking on because there's we're, we're very high water. Uh, well, the water table is high. I have a uh, fire table going on here mm. for some ambiance. I'm smoking a big, fat cigar, and I'm drinking uh, Four Roses bourbon Shoot, man it's like a Dennis Dude. Prager fireside chat without without all the intelligence I never drink when we podcast I surely don't smoke because we're inside That's the house I'll do. yeah I'm gonna cut loose and I have absolutely no plan so this is uh let's see what happens that's nice yeah well you're outside so we can't have a can't have a whiteboard yeah true can't have a, don't have our wheel remember we had the wheel I never it never moved from my old house I left it there for the people I mean, who bought the did house. we actually oh mm. yeah yeah the wheel of ideas mm-hmm. and then let me ask you something. What do you think they use it for? <laughs> Chores. They changed it all to, um, like, adult entertainment. Yeah, it's possible. Or they seem to continuously have, or continuously be having children. So maybe they. You know, you know their their lives. You know. What um, to? Well, I we drive by inside. You know, I mean, we're obsessed, so we want to see how bad they fucked up our house. I've done that I, too. Again, I've done that, dude. You put so much work into houses. your old house. Yeah. I mean, not the one you were renting out, but the one that you were actually living in. I put work into both of them. I've, I know, but I'm saying, yeah. like, there's more stake in the house that you were living in, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and you just moved out of there within the last year, and you, um, right? Has yeah, it been over a year? Yeah, it's been now. So, you want to go back, and everybody does this. Don't, if you say you, you don't, you're lying. Uh, but you go, like, why would they do that? We bought that tree for a reason. Mm. And then we're like, <laughs> yeah. I know we should have taken that tree with us in the deal. I know we should have, <laughs> yeah. you know, pulled up that or this or, you know, these flowers or whatnot. But... Yeah, they completely just, in fa- the best was our driveway, it was really long and really wide, and it had uh, multiple cracks, and the, the sidewalk le- leading up to the uh, porch had sunk down, so it should be mud jacked. They, not the sidewalk, but the entire driveway, instead of paying to have it, you know, mud jacked or re Is that when they put concreted, those holes in it and then shoot the stuff yeah, in it? Yeah, the foam or, like or the they hydraulic put mud, concrete they, yeah, or whatever? Yeah. They backfill it with dirt. These people decided to just blacktop it, which is crazy because they're, they're the only house with a blacktop driveway in the neighborhood. So they went the cheap route and they just put blacktop over Covered. the old concrete. Yeah. So hey, it ain't my house, but it is my house. Yeah, but so. I lo- it's funny because like your stuff is like you put so much like time and stuff into these decisions, and someone moves in, and the first thing they do, like my wife, every house we've had, she walks in and immediately is like that wall's coming down. This whole theme they had here, this is out. You haven't even made your first payment yet. Oh, dude, she will strip everything. It's like, I love this house. It's the perfect house, except for the following things that yeah. will need to change. Yeah, the bones are great, <laughs> but then they redo everything. And uh, Well, what's so, interesting is, is – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the people that did our last I, our last house, that bought our last house, um, we drive by, and I'll just be like, the landscaping looks good. It looks like the way we left it. Like, hasn't really been maintained. I, I, I give myself credit. I go, it looks – we did such a good job that was zero maintenance. With zero effort on their part, the house still looks nice. Well, I will tell you that uh, one of the big things about selling that house was I was like, man, one of the one of the big things for me would have been I'm not going to buy this house because the driveway is such in deport. It looked like you know it was in 
some war-torn country. Yeah. So I was like, that's going to be a big deal. And the fact that this walkway is kind of sunk in, we're not going to get top dollar. Yeah. But obviously what happened is, is that they were coming from Calumet City. So they looked at it and they were like, hey, we need to move to this. We'd rather move to this area. This is where we want to be. Mm-hmm. We'll... She, his wife was probably like, that's going to get blacktop. So we're not, it's not, I already oh, yeah. have a deal on a blacktop guy. That's not even, so they probably worked us back the other way. Like, Hey, the driveway, uh, you know, we talk on price in the driveway when they all well knew. Right. They were right. Blacktop right. But anyway, well with the great like flight from Illinois, everyone from Illinois is buying houses here. And so they're like in Northwest Indiana, which you know, yes. you can knock a golf ball. Yes. From where we are currently. Because they have to drive another two miles. Now, Everything is cheaper because they save all that money. Like, I know the people that bought our house, like, we priced it. I, I forget what the price was, but it was. I remember being surprised by how high they wanted to list it. I was like, whoa, really? And the lady's like, trust me, dude. These people from Illinois are coming. They'll buy whatever. Mm-hmm. And and we didn't have to haggle over anything. They're just like, no, it's great. He's like, I can't wait to put 50 grand into the backyard. I'm like, oh, what? So, <laughs> You're like, yeah. you, you should. I can't wait for you to meet the neighbor. He loves to have people over to swim. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff. He, does, you don't, he doesn't even like to ask. <laughs> he told me He told me to let you know, me ca- his casa es, his, your yeah. your casa. Yeah, he doesn't care if word. you wear a shirt. Mm. Just hop the fence. That's the code word for I want to swim. <laughs> and then just jump on in there. So but yeah, I yeah. have heard, I have, I've heard a lot of people commenting, of course, not on the Facebook page. Why would they? But uh, about, <laughs> about your experience and their agreeance in your experience at the water park that particular deep river water oh really park, being a complete i've heard cesspool shit pond mm-hmm. trash heap I, every single yeah. thing you could say it is a dollar except tree. for it's water a dollar park. tree with running water <laughs> yes uh so it seems like uh you hit home with that yeah but i well, that's good that's good that i'm not the only one uh, but the sad part is, is I can't say with any certainty that I won't be back. <laughs> well, you you bought the pass. That's At least this year. That's the thing, dude. I'm already in. But at this point, I feel like two visits, pretty much. Like, I mean, you uh, feel like the I'm, kids I mean, are going to, you could explain it to the kids like, hey, we bought a two, a, a two, uh, two ride pass or whatever, so we're done for the year. And they, they, they won't know well, the You just have to be satisfied in your yes, heart. The beautiful, yeah. Because I, 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 I got to make right with it inside. But the beautiful thing about COVID, and I know there's so many beautiful things, but the beautiful thing that I'm citing right now is that it gives me the glorious opportunity to get out of many, many things with the kid. I have a built-in excuse now. They want to go to the movies? Ah, we can't because of Corona, you know? Mm-hmm. Ah, can we go to Disney World again? It's, ah, Corona, you know? Oh, what about that season pass at the water park? Pfft, yeah, this Corona. Like, all I got to do is say... COVID and it gets me out of it's it's amazing, right. dude. It's like uh it's like if you had like a heart issue and like the wife asked you to do yard work, you're like, dude, I would, but like this, you know, <laughs> my I got ticker. My, yeah, I got a bum ticker. <laughs> so yeah, it's beautiful. But I'm glad people understood because I was I was curious to see if they thought I was being harsh. You know how they say when people uh are drinking, like somebody wakes up and they they call everybody and they go, Hey, last night I, I might have said some things I <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And and then somebody goes, Look, Bill <laughs> right. or Ben, whatever. Mm. Uh in my experience, when you're drunk, you're s you say those things that you mean that you didn't have the balls to say when you're sober typically. Right. So right, I right. feel like you're taking the governor off and, and you really meant those things and you you know, you, me, whoever's going I think I did. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but like, you know, I went a little hard and that's not really what I meant. Right. But there's always some truth to that. With that in mind, I feel like a lot of you know, memes, whether you like them or not. They're based in some truth. 
And a one that I keep seeing, and I, I just don't get, okay, is the cargo shorts thing. Dude, I got 20 minutes. I don't understand. I got to ask. What? And I'm not asking oh, you. Okay. I'm not asking okay. you. But I'm asking women. Like, everything I do, my wife goes, oh, you went full dad on that one. Oh, you're full dad now. Like, I put a, yeah. I put a, a baseball a hat joke. on. She's like, oh, you look like a real dad now. Or I'm, I'm out there coaching. And I, unfortunately, the baseball jerseys they give you in Little League for the dads, they're like neoprene, and they're the most form-fitting. The jerseys? Yeah. Oh my God! And they never have. If you order, like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna, I feel comfortable with a two X. They'll give you a five X, mm-hmm. or they'll be like, we only had a large. You just, uh, you just stretch it out. It'll be fine. So, I want to put it back to these to these women. I know, again, it's supposedly a quote unquote joke, but obviously there's truth here. If you don't like cargo shorts, what do you like? No, what that's would, a that's a really obviously good point. like. And I'm not even going to make the argument like, well, you get to carry purses and I like the pockets. Look, I when when I carry keys, I have keys for my house. I have keys for both of my cars on my key ring. I don't have, uh, and I you know several other keys, keys for work. Um, I have to carry them. What do you want me to do? Even so if you're I'm going to hold them in my wallet. hand the whole time. I can't because right. I'm holding my wallet. And now I've I've gone down to not even carrying a wallet. I carry this this piece of two pieces of metal that hold my credit cards in between. Okay, I have two phones. I have a work phone and a personal phone. Have to have my work phone on me at all times. So the cargo shorts do help because I'm I'm not wearing a man sash. Uh, I could, but am I going to get made fun of for that? Well, if you then you you can't carry a purse, right? Yeah, which is people's super clever way of saying person man together. Can't carry that. Uh, Fanny packs are lame. Can't leave it in the car. I got to leave my wallet, my phone in the car because I need to have it on me. Dude, you know what it is in this particular case. Women for years have had to wear fashion that's uncomfortable, but they don't care. Some do. Dude, my daughter already does it. She's, I don't know, she's between five and eight. And my daughter already, like, she bought two pairs of shoes at a garage sale or something. They're sparkly. They look like Wizard of Oz shoes. She loves them. She wears them all the time. And she was telling me these really hurt my feet. Like, they hurt the side. She had, like, a little, like, blister type thing. But they're wedges, right? So she calls them high heels and then... They have her. a little bump on them. Right. Yeah, they have a little... Is that, what, is that a yeah. wedge? Well, a wedge it looks like a wedge. It's like what you would put in a door to stop it from oh, closing. Oh, it's not even. So it it's has that tiny wedge little bump. heel. It's a tiny bump, but they're so pretty. She loves them, right? And I was like, hey, if these hurt... Our daughters are the same age, between five and eight. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hey, if these hurt, stop wearing them. And my son already gets it. My son is eight. And he looks at me and he goes, she doesn't care if it hurts. She likes to look pretty. She doesn't care. Right? So she's already indoctrinated into that. They go, this is uncomfortable, but I think it's sort of a badge of honor. They go, like, I want to look pretty, and I don't care if it's... Like, think about, like, what, like, Spanx or, or super tight clothes or... Like, you know, like, women have to wear, like, 80 things, right? Mm-hmm. Even when it looks like they're wearing two, there's actually, like, 12 things on them at all times. Mm-hmm. Well, they do that knowing that's the price they pay to look nice. Right. And now as the as the... Genders, if there is such a thing, are merging as, as they merge. The burden is now getting shared. You guys got to wear stuff that looks nice, and we don't care how comfortable you are because we've been doing it forever. Okay, so but what, okay, so what's too. the alternative? So uh, just shorts, which is like the pastel knee length. Yeah, but isn't that a dad short? How many years before people go? Oh, slightly above the knee. But Can't it, be knee okay, anymore. how is that not dad looking? So I see the guys with the button-up shirt with the collar and those shorts on the pastel shorts and they're super neat and my 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 wife would say oh you know you look like a fucking nerd or you look right you know those are so what what do i my wife used to call my style construction chic 
because I would wear <laughs> jeans, yeah. uh, um, Timberlands, mm-hmm. and a, like a, a rock T-shirt, some sort of T-shirt, mm-hmm. and a baseball hat. Uh, because when I was a painter, that's what I wore, and then I just that, I just was comfortable. Sometimes a flannel. But now, if you wear a band shirt, it's like you're that guy that just wears band shirts well, all. Shit! Time. If you go back and listen, I was railing against band shirts five years ago, and now I've made, I've come full circle again. Right, but like they sell them at Target now. You can be like a Beatles shirt, and you can buy a Nirvana shirt at Target. So, so that ain't cool. So what you got to do is you have to look at what's on the mannequin or in the magazines, and as uncomfortable as that is, you got to wear like like okay, when I went on vacation to Dominican. Everything I wore was, like, semi-fitted. Like, there's no extra pockets anywhere. This was purely for looks. You can't carry anything. No. It's not functional. No, I was on vacation, so it was, like... We got a key card. That's it. That's yeah, fine for that's that. That's it. But, I mean, just in general, I'm carrying all kinds of stuff. Uh, my pockets are bulged out. I can't put things in the back, my back pocket because then I can't sit. It's very hard. But my whole thing is, is everyone's like, oh, cargo shorts, nice cargo shorts. I just don't know what the alternative is. I really don't. For a guy my age, I'm going to be 44 this year. When did car? I, when did having ex- like okay? I, it's not like you're wearing. It's not like you're wearing like straight up camping gear, right? I'm not wearing camouflage hunting gear. I'm not wearing. But you don't have a gear. vest filled with right. like shotgun shell right. pockets, right? You're not trap shooting. So it's these two little pockets are the difference. Well, remember when hammer pants were cool? Not the MC hammer pants, but the pants with the, they were jeans and they had like hammer hook. The hammer loop. The hammer yeah, loop. Yeah. Like and then all of a sudden that was like so hammer. uncool. Dude, yeah. it's uncool. It can't have the hammer loop. I mean, yeah, that's. But what, I don't even know why we were doing the hammer loop, why that was cool to begin with. But my thing is, it. is I'm slow to the, Nobody kept I'm slow to kicking day. off to that next, to jumping in. Like, okay, you, you were right on top of the, the banded sweatpants. Oh, the, the yeah. tapered sweatpants. Yeah, tapered, You, you still wear those, correct? Sometimes. Uh, I think these are. These are kind of tapered. But I would say because a lot of times you're you're doing physical activities. You're running. Yeah, or but this looks got to get done, too. It's really? Bad. It's bad. Dude, it's bad. You Be- know it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> oh, no I've never thought it was great. I just say that's what's going on. Like, the tapered sweatpants, we're going to look back at this fashion, and I blame LeBron. <laughs> I really do blame LeBron. You could. He's the one who showed up with the man bag, and everything was super tight and super short and, like... It's part of that, like, men getting more effeminate. He can get away with it because he's so huge and right. athletic. But, like, you know, a normal dude wearing these super pleated little... I see people all the time where they're... It's funny because they're sagging their sweatpants, but they're tight, and they barely go to their ankle, and they're tight at their ankle. So these they're wearing pants that really could fit my son. I like think they lot, really could fit them. A lot of times, the, the sag isn't something someone chooses to do. The sag is because... I, I, at some at some point in time, dudes lose their asses. At one point, I was like, "Hey, I what happened?" I looked in the mirror. Where'd I was like, go? "What? Huh? Where'd it go?" Yeah. What what what's going on here? I wish that you got to build it. it back up. I wish that were it. But I, <laughs> but I was I remember last thought on this. I remember when I was in high school and I was a huge fan of the Deftones. So I would just go you. Yeah. So I go whatever they're wearing. So I started wearing Adidas and I started wearing big uh, Dickies. You know, in hoodies, and that was that was the style. So, I think I might have talked about this before. I never really knew what size I was. Because, so like when I would go to get like fitted for something that had to be like tailored, which wasn't until far later in my life, I would say, oh, I wear like this, I wear 34, whatever, and be like, no, you're not. Like 36, 35 is like where I like to wear my pants. I'm like, no, you're like a 32 or whatever. Yeah, everything I wore was huge, and I thought I was taller than I was. 
Because I would go, oh, yeah, like 32, 34, I can't remember the length. They're like, nah, not exactly. And I was like, no. And they're like, yeah, that fits you when they go down to the floor and you cuff them twice. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you wouldn't buy a suit at that length. No. So when, when that fashion was out and I went to buy jeans that just fit me, I was very humbled. I was very humbled by what the size were. I was like, oh, I guess I'm so, here. I've been telling everybody I was 6'5 my whole life. What The most simplistic style, and I think still, I believe, still would stand the test of time, is just the jeans and the white t-shirt, right? Or a jeans mm-hmm. and a t-shirt. How, mm-hmm. You can't go wrong. Mm-mm. But what are you supposed to do in the dead of summer? Like, I found myself, because I've been shamed, like, ah, it's going to go with the jeans today. And it's like 85 degrees. And, uh, you know, oh, I just don't want to be shamed. Well, take it one step further. Cargo shorts you can't do. And now, again, with because as a society we're so clever... Uh, jean shorts or jorts, right? We gotta stop doing that. We gotta stop taking yeah. two words and be like, "Hey, hey, get it! It's a table, but you also sit on it, so it's a sable." It's shut up. Ever since it was, it wasn't Brangelina. What was the one before that? With, with Aunt Jennifer Aniston and somebody, right? Uh, well, it wasn't Benifer, right? Wouldn't yeah, it? it was Benifer. It was Ben Affleck no, and Jennifer. Benifer? Ben Affleck and Jennifer, the, the chick he was married to, Jennifer. J Lo. Yeah, that's what it was. It was J Lo. That, that was the first? Benefer, yeah. I thought there sure. was something more clever than that. No. It gave us even more credit, and I didn't give us yeah. much at all. But, I mean, that's where it all started, where we're starting to, to, to patch these things together, just to, to yeah. truncate. Because, yeah. again, J-Law. everything, every, I, at, especially at the beginning of Twitter, it was like, well, this is the only way we can get this done, when there was only a certain amount of characters. Right, you got to truncate it a little <laughs> right. bit. Yeah. But, but listen, so if they're made of denim, you're a dad. No good. If they have extra pockets, no good. Ladies... And I see ladies because I truly believe they're in charge of this. Uh, you're giving us almost no options. So when when the clothing starts getting more effeminate, it's because we got you get made fun of for wearing anything else. Well, one of my favorite things to do is I'll wear because um, like now I, I work Monday through Friday, and I, I have I have a Monday through Friday polo and Monday through Friday pant work pants. When I wasn't coaching softball, then in, during normal times I come home, I sit on the couch, I eat dinner. Time to go to bed, wake up, do the same thing, right, during the week. So I don't go through any of my personal clothes, my out, my hanging out clothes. Yeah. The weekend comes, I wear my my favorite two t-shirts. I got a Gorilla Biscuits t-shirt I love <laughs> to wear. A couple. And, a, and another, like, uh, like a Hey My Man t-shirt. Yeah, man. So it, months will go by, and my wife will be like, I'm tired of seeing those two t-shirts. So I'll go into the closet, and I will start filing through, and everything I pull out, I hate that. I hate that. And I go, you bought all of this. You picked every <laughs> one of these items. I picked none of them. The only things I picked are T-shirts of bands that I like that I bought uh, on a whim. Yeah. Nothing else I own I picked. Not a thing. That's the official "Hey, my man, neighbor dog." I think the I think the people want to hear you yell at your neighbors. They want to get a behind. Shut the scene. fucking dog up! <laughs> behind the scenes look. I can't get my head back together. I don't know where we were. What we were talking about being frustrated with fashion and not knowing what to do and I think part of that goes along with just being older because when you're older you don't really give a shit right you just kind of like you said if you got a uniform for work that's your main thing if you live with some another person you have a you have a responsibility right right you should have a response feel a responsibility to at least carry your own weight right but you tend to get out especially when you wear a uniform so but getting older you you tend to forget um so like you have to make up for it when you do when you do wear clothing you're like oh yeah that's right I'm supposed to wear because you know you have other stuff to worry about but I wanted to mention this another thing about getting older 
Do you remember when I told you, ah, dude, it was probably like a year or two ago. No. There was, <laughs> yeah, there was like, I walked by some teenager and they had such a look about them. Like they had like, it's, yes, it's part of it being old, right? Cause they had like wild hair and a wild outfit, but it, it was such an affect. Like they were trying so hard to do a thing without, they were trying so hard to have like this nonverbal communication <laughs> By just the way they presented themselves, which punk rock does, hip hop culture does, whatever, right? But they looked so funny to me that in my getting older, starting to get a dusting of that beautiful thing that happens when you're older. When you know how, like, when you, when you turn like 70, 80, you really don't have to give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just fart at the dinner table and they just go, like, oh, that's grandpa, right? Well, I'm starting to see like the early signs of that. So when these people walked by, I remember laughing out loud. Like, I just audibly like laughed I looked at them looked right in their face and just started laughing I didn't point at them to make them feel bad the point was not for me to like shame them I just couldn't help it it was just a reaction I just seen these teenagers and I just went like and I just laughed and kept walking like oh boy I was laughing at myself I had another evolution of that I was (laughs) dude I, I went I was doing some stuff with my kids and we went to this place in Hobart there's this really cool little mom and pop place in Hobart where they make like um, like euros and burgers and yada yada. So we went there to eat, and they were just open. Like we were early, so they hadn't put the open sign up yet, but the door was unlocked. So we walked in, and so did two, I don't know, 18, 19-year-old girls walked in right before us. We're all standing at the counter, waiting for about five minutes. So I had enough time to judge appropriately and guess where these who these girls were at. So they're talking, and they're, they're going blah, 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 and they're telling like, yeah, and so so-and-so said this, and I was like... And I was like, oh, God, that's so lame. And I was like, blah, blah, And, and he, was like, he was like, well, then I'm just not going to come. And I was like, fine. I don't even need that in my life. I don't need, you know, extra drama, blah, blah, blah. And they just kept, like, going, like, blah, blah, blah. like, like their, their, their tones were so, like, yeah, gosh, I knew. Like, gosh, like, so, like, so dumb, God, blah. That I didn't even realize it did it until I already made the noise. But I'm standing there with, I'm standing there with both my kids. And one of them, and I mean, I'm talking about, like, there's no social distance. I'm probably three feet behind him, which probably made him uncomfortable in the first place. Probably three mask, feet. no mask? No mask. Pam? None of us. Okay. Nah, nobody had a mask. And I don't think in Hobart they care. So I'm standing there. I don't like, nobody was, I didn't think about it, to be honest. So, like, we're just standing there, and they're going like, yeah, cool, so I knew. And I was like, oh, and I, was, oh, and I just went on Twitter and thought on TikTok and blah, 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 and IG, blah, blah, and then whatever. And I, out loud, I went... Like I made, dude, I made the sound. I'm standing almost as close as you and I are, and I wasn't talking to them, and I wasn't talking to my kids. Something inside of me just mimicked them, because it was so. It was first time I did this happened. I just went, I laughed. The second time I did, I don't know, five second impersonation. Of them, I was like, God, like I said out loud, and they both but in the co- exact same cadence. Yeah, dude, because they were like. I don't even say so far. So bibbidaw, Like that's what it sounded like to me. Like um, like Charlie Brown's teacher, but with uh, like if Charlie Brown's teacher was a hot topic employee, <laughs> that's what it was like. So I'm just standing there and I go, yeah, dude, like that. I just made physically made that sound, and they both sort of stopped and did like a half eye, and then it was quiet for a second. And I was like, oh shit, that was out loud. I really did that. That that happened. And then I thought, well, who cares? They're like eighteen. Like no. I'm not so old to where I can just dump in my pants in a restaurant and not feel bad, but I am the age now where I can go, like, you know, and just make a sound. They both kind of looked at me, and then they, like, 
like got quiet and they started talking again. And then it felt bad. I was like, oh, I'm not trying to shame you. I just like listen when um <laughs> when 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 you smell something bad, you make a face, ugh, right? Or when you like when you touch a, a a hot frying pan, you ah you pull your hand away. You didn't realize when I hear 19 year olds talk about. Things that are interesting to them, I go. It's weird, dude. Like you go into this weird mental space, and, and I think it, I, I liken it to like music, right? So you're in the car and you hear a song you like, and you start singing. For example, I was driving in the car the other day, and I was listening to Luke Combs. My daughter said, "Hey, play Luke Combs." Oh, that's right. So not only was I singing Luke Combs, but I was trying to sing Luke Combs like Luke Combs, right? You never broke your heart. So I feel like. I, I hate to. I always use this term, pitch perfect, and I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm pitch perfect, but I feel like there are some people who hear sounds and they have. It's almost like a, a innate. I don't even know if that's the right word. An automatic response where you have to mimic, almost like one of those, like a like a bird, you know, the ones yeah, like a parakeet, mockingbird. You imi- I don't know if that's what's parakeet. Is that the movie about race? You know what I'm saying. So. Yeah. If I am watching TV and I hear Judge Joe Brown go like, ma'am, I do, I'll go, ma'am. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, and I know that you you do the same shit. Well, I so told you when I, I hear that, that that noise, it, it's the sound waves. It's not even what they're saying. Like you're saying, ma'am, 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 ma'am. It's the notes. It's the notes they're using. Like I said before, if you ever watch those videos of the people where they take the sound out and they just have a saxophone playing or a keyboard, and you can almost, that's, it's like musical. It's like mathematical. Yes, yes, yeah. So yeah. I do think you were being a huge, my light dusting of dickhead, autism coming out. But yeah. at the same time, <laughs> I find myself doing that all the time. Uh, if I hear something off in the distance, I, I I attempt to mimic it. Well, I remember I've told you before. Like I hear people in notes sometimes. Like everyone has their own range. When you, that's why I always say anybody can sing. Maybe not well, but everybody can sing because everybody talks. Like when we're talking right now, it's not complicated but if i had a piano next to me whatever right. you the way you're talking i'd have three or four keys and i go bing 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 right. on a piano because those are the notes you use when you talk well i'm a crazy person so i hear people like that and i think that's what i was doing you're right i mean that with also kind of right. being a dickhead but like yeah i was but you couldn't help it like i said it, you got into a place yes. where you were like oh my god i just said that this is unique notes they're hitting and they also kind of bother me right. so like it wasn't about like what they were saying although i didn't really like I didn't think what they were saying was something I would give a crap about either. But also, they were, when I heard them, it was just going, bing, bing, bong, bing, bing, bong, bong. So I was like, duh, duh. so I just let it, you're 100% right, because that's what I did. I just mimicked their notes. And I think part of me wanted them to know what notes they were using mm-hmm. and maybe use different ones. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe you should, it is a lot, you know, it takes the black keys and the white keys, my friend. So you're going to have to go like, hey, God, Twitter, you know, my, my, my <laughs> son. Or I'd probably snap to Snapchat. I guess this is how the, you've lived a longer life than these people. So you've seen and, <laughs> and you know, my son has this, in the last two or three days, we were talking about sunglasses or something. And I had, ta- I had talked about my daughter plays baseball and she's, she's the catcher. But somebody was talking about, oh, you know, she had a problem. She couldn't see. So the, one of the coaches was going to give her sunglasses to put inside of her catcher's mask. And then I told her, I said, well, I used to, or she was bitching because um, they switched her out of the last thing. They needed her to play right field because she can run and catch and she pays attention. So in order to back up the first base, we knew all the plays pretty much either live or die on first base. Like you, So the pitcher or whoever's going to, every, every play, the kids just throw to first base. Yeah. You need somebody that knows and is paying enough attention to run behind first base to grab the ball. That's so their base we, level knowledge. Just throw we the ball suggested first. All, we don't care how good you are. But 
nobody else on the team that we have that's available because we need this person to pitch we need, is going to be she didn't want to play the field but we're like that's the only reason we have you playing there because you play heads up not because you are good at right field or we need you to play right field or we expect you to catch a ball that goes in the air to right field yeah. but we know you're always going to be there you you'll know your assignment you understand the assignment and you'll catch it when they of course miss it so i was telling my she's like oh, i hate right field and i said well i used to play i used to play right field um i used to play all over the outfield and i said i i love daryl strawberry so I used to have these plastic flip-up sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, so you did. They were they were hard plastic frame, and they had a sunglass, and you would flip them up, and then it would also block the sun like a like a visor of a hat, like double your visor, nice. and then you would flip them down. You know, you've seen yeah, professional yeah, baseball players yeah. use this. So my son hears this, and he goes, "That's just so cool, man! I want to get those. I, I, I'm obsessed with that. It sounds awesome, man. Those are cool glasses." <laughs> The next day, oh, he shows up and he uh, he sends me when a text. He, he goes, "Hey, talking about the glasses, where you like, oh, glasses." <laughs> he goes, uh, "Hey, I, I, can you give me some money? Can you go on Amazon? I've mowed the lawn. I've been watching my sister. I'd like to get some of these glasses." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, first of all, you don't play sports, so it's going to be kind of odd." And he's like, "Well, these are kind of cooler, same concept." And he had the Dwayne Wayne from a different world. They're the Beatles what, the eyeglasses with the flip up shade. And I, he was like, well, they're not for playing baseball. They're, like, for style. And I was like, dude, that is the worst style there ever was. Is he going to get that big not... floppy hat like the bass player from Pearl Jam? <laughs> He's going to look like Blossom. So, <laughs> Hey, Joey. He's going to look like Joey. We're in the midst of this fight right now where he's like, every five minutes, he's like, dude, how about those glasses? How about the... If I do this, can I get those glasses? I found them. They're only, like, seven bucks on Amazon or Wish. Yeah. I go, first of all, it's garbage. Second of all, that's a terrible, terrible look, right? And he's like, well, you don't understand. You think it's a terrible yeah. look, but I like the look. Yeah, I go, you but you haven't it. seen yourself in that look yet. Does, does, the Beatles glasses only look good on grimy chicks who smoke cloves. They never look good on dudes, yeah. ever. And now you throw shades that flip up on top of them, unless you're Dwayne, Dwayne Wayne, or Dwayne Wayne from a different world, Dwayne the Cosby Wayne? Show spinoff. Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne Wayne, the Cosby Show spinoff. Who else was in that spinoff? Uh, what's her name? The Denise. The, the, Lisa Bonet. Yeah, Lisa Bonet. And, and Sinbad. Nobody else? Sinbad was in Sinbad. There? He was the resident advisor. I never watched it. Anyway, too. I'm just saying, yeah. he. so this is the first time <laughs> we've got to this point where my son is sort of like finding his own style. He likes his own music. He, there's specific bands he likes. He likes these, you know, T-shirts. Really? Okay. He's got his own thing going. But I'm like, this is where you're going off the rails. I gotta stop you as a father. I can't buy you these glasses. Well, and he's like, I'm gonna get them either way. I don't care. I'll have someone else buy them. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's not that it's not the fifteen dollars, bro. It's what it is money. is they suck. You gotta sit him down and like I love him. Be like, bro, I care about you, man. That's I, I I've tried everything, and, he's, and he he makes he's got this puss on where he's like. You just don't understand. Yeah. It's because you know what? You're old, boomer. Yeah. You don't get it. Maybe your glasses look stupid. <laughs> that's, that's where we're at. <laughs> and, and my wife goes, are those steampunk? That's lame. You know, and okay. he's just like, no, it's not steampunk. They're cool. They flip up. Ah. Just, so I can remember. You guys just don't get it. God. I can remember uh, my mom, if, if I did marginally well, I think I talked about this before, my mom every semester would buy me three T-shirts of my choice from California Cheapskates. Nice. And they were always like skateboarding T-shirts or punk rock T-shirts. And I'll, I'll never forget, uh, I had a Dead Kennedys T-shirt. But Vandals from the Sun had, and the Fun I, catalog. I, I, had, I had a Dead Kennedys T-shirt, which I'd never seen anybody else have except me, this one shirt. It was a little boy in a Boy Scout uniform sitting uh, at the grave of John F. Kennedy. Um you know, just the back of him. You see his, like, Boy yeah. Scout scarf. Yeah. And my dad would be like, you're never... First of all, if I ever see you wearing that thing, I'm tearing it off you. Wow. It's disrespectful. Yeah. My dad wasn't even a Democrat. I don't know why, you know... But 
the whole idea of the dead, punk rock, dead. like your anarchist. No, like yeah. just anything that was. I took all my my dad had a bunch of. Uh, I don't care what you think the Weebles are wearing. He he had a bunch of fifty cent pieces, and they have the Kennedy's head on them, right? Okay. The 50, and I put I made a DK sign on with permanent marker because uh, a buddy of mine did that. So I this I was I dude I wasn't I wasn't nine I was like 13, 14 years old maybe even older and I'd be like uh, he'd have a, a jar full of these things and I'd be like hey can I get I'll buy another one from you and I would just take a black marker and he'd be like you can't deface them U.S. currency I'm like wow. really dude really okay. it's a That's permanent marker the line, but yeah. the the clothes that I wore that that were offensive to him. Or my mom. But you're not uh, offended. You're trying to save him from lameness. Here's you're, where I'm going with this. Yeah, oh, I'm, sorry. I'm cool. Yeah, my dad yeah. wasn't cool. My dad was as cool as Tim the Toolman Taylor's cool. That's a different level know, cool. Man. Your dad was like George III. My dad was cool, auto though. shop cool. My dad was 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 uh, Danny Zuko cool. Yeah, hell yeah. My dad was not Johnny Rotten cool. So like, what if you tried to like, what if you tried to like, like you wanted like a leather jacket? Like, what if you were going for like this like rebel without a cause look? And he was like, oh. yo, 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 don't don't get. You get brown leather sucks, bro. You know what I mean? Like when what, I was growing up, my dad was like, wore, "That's more Indiana Jones and way less uh, James Dean." He wore a pocket T-shirt with his cigarettes in the pocket, hell yeah, or rolled up in the so cigarette rolled in the sleeve yeah, or whatever. That's badass. And this is when my dad was like probably in his forties, and it's still rocking that same style that he was. You know, I'm hoping that's what he wore when he was a teenager. Yeah. That's how I envision it. But um, he's not like me. Like I start just, getting sleeves at forty. I just don't understand where how to communicate. And maybe I should just let him let it be and just be like, dude, you're gonna look like a complete goofus. Like I don't know. That's tough though, dude. That's tough because I do the same thing, but with like with you like, know as well as I do, one mistake in our era. In this era, everyone's like, it's cool, man. Nice glasses. If you like them, yeah, wet, rock them, bro. But you know what? But if those glasses suck, they and, do suck. And okay, but if they suck, his friends and more importantly, his enemies. Someone takes a picture of him. Next thing you know, he's a meme everywhere. Like, look how sweet my glasses are. Like they're using filters on it. They're making it look like. 90210. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, back then you just get made fun of a little bit or whatever. A lot bit. But now. Someone would have smacked them off your face. Yes, but that would have lasted a minute. <laughs> it wouldn't have lasted forever right. on everyone's phone. Right. So, I don't know. I do the same thing with my son. Like, he's his new thing is he's really trying to be, like, funny. He likes to be funny, right? And he watches, what? like, Annoying Orange and stuff. Like, these kid shows mm-hmm. where it's, like, it's funny to be annoying. Like, right. to repeat yourself and be like, dah, 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 like, say stuff over and over. I've got him. We've all this. seen that. We've all been at that stage. Have I you? That. Yeah, we did that. Oh, dude. This phase is brutal. It I'll is. just be like, hey, uh, sit down at the table. You told me to sit down. I'm by the table. I'm not saying that. And it's like, motherfucker. You know, like, but yeah, it's like, it'll be like, like, he does these things where he's, tr- he's finding out what funny is. And he'll have a bit that he'll be working on. He'll be doing it all the time. And then I'll see him at the park and they'll be like on the playground. And I want to jump in and be like, hey, come here, dude. Come here, dude. Stop doing that dumb voice. Don't leave with that material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, don't do that voice because they don't know that you've been watching Annoying Orange all day. And it turns out he goes to the park and this stuff kills. He'll, <laughs> dude, he'll go to the park and he'll just be like, oh, yeah. Uh, Gotta know your audience. My though. butt's got a butt on it, you know. And I'll be like, what is he doing? And all the kids are like, oh, it's so funny. My butt's got a butt. So my point to that is you may disagree with your son and you may be right. But, dude, maybe... Maybe you do. Maybe you really just don't get it. Maybe they're gonna be like, he's the only one that's got those. I thought it was lame, but if he's like, com- the- if he's confident, like, okay, remember when Will Smith put his ch- jacket out inside out? Yes. So you could see the paisley. His parents, if he had any, <laughs> would, would Uncle Phil would have been like, hey man, you're gonna get eaten alive. They're gonna think you don't know how to wear your coat. And it's like, turns out like all the kids are like, oh dude, it's super dope the way okay. you do that. My kid's not a tastemaker. 
I'm just gonna put that not out yet. There. Not, yet. not yet. Not <laughs> yet. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's you know. I guess you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Hundred percent. And you know, like a dude, I used to steal my brother's shirts and try to dress like um, Parker Lewis, bolo ties and stuff. I didn't know. I just know that he wore them. So it was brutal. The only right? person that dressed like that is Parker Lewis. That never caught on. Dude, I, does he have remember the Paisley shirts? That Zach Morris. Zach Morris and Parker Lewis are two entirely different things, not right? Not that different. I don't know. What, yeah, I think maybe, maybe the are. bolo tie I, is I, the, I didn't the big. I didn't watch uh, TV much. I just assumed that's what he dressed like. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I he was to... like the weird the Zach Morris. If, if if Screech and Zach Morris had a baby, that's Parker Lewis. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, then I was I was biting off that style, but I remember wearing Paisley shirts like that and stuff, and just going like, I don't know what I'm doing. My older brother wears them, so they must be sweet, right? Yeah, but when you were 15, uh, middle school. He's in high school. He's a sophomore. That's what I'm trying to say. Know, like, man. look, I've made these mistakes. I'd like to hear from Don't the make, I'd like I didn't to make those because from... I dress really cool, but sure, I've yeah, seen other kids that make that mistake, and I slap their glasses right off the I would head. like to hear from listeners, like, because some of our listeners have kids that are older and younger. What do you do when you see your kids making missteps, be it fashion or with their bits at the park or whatever? Um, I'd be curious to see where it falls. Because I, I, I see what you're saying, and I would want to do it too. But since I'm outside of it, I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe like let him try the, the lame I mean, but you're glasses. not, though, because you're seeing the same thing with the annoying orange. Because you're like trying to tell him, like, hey, don't use your B material. Like, that's kid material. Fine. Now you realize that. But it's almost like Showtime at the Apollo is notorious for being a very rough place, right? Mm-hmm. So some people be like, bro, you the urban, quote-unquote, urban rooms... You'll hear a lot of comics being like, if you're on, like, black, white, Mexican, it don't matter what you are. If your shit is not on point yeah. and it is not what they're looking you to hear, have they'll throw shit at you. Right they will away. rip you off the stage. They'll boo you. They'll yeah. tell you get, they'll, they will immediately start haranguing you until you physically remove yourself from the stage. They will deliver a baby and throw so it at you. So my thing is, is, but what happens there is you realize this is how you get better. So maybe I'm, 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 I'm stifling society teaching him a lesson he should learn on but his it's own. also your as am I and so are you you're a fan of your kids so you kind of know like hey you can do better than this you could kill this if you did it right i.e. Sure. if you didn't make the mistakes <laughs> I did you could nail this so I am always like hey dude you're a funny kid you're a sharp witted kid you got this just go out there and do what comes naturally don't use these lame bits and you're like hey dude don't do the lame glasses well here's another thing like, like, just, George Carlin does a black t-shirt I love you like George Carlin just wear a black t-shirt people always like post this picture of the rock where he had like a tiny little like squared off afro and he was wearing like a paisley shirt and he had a hip sack or like a little fanny pack Which you remember this cool picture at the time here's the thing he's the fucking rock and he's huge and he's a monster so what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Same with Hulk Hogan. This dude's been wearing a, a, a fanny pack since Jump. Joe Rogan wears a fanny pack, and he's unapologetic about it. He but still does? You have to, yeah, you have to weather the storm, he right? He wear a dress if you wanted. You have to weather the storm. So yeah. you have to be willing to own it, and you have to say, I'm going to die on this hill. So when you get those glasses, you have to, there's no, there's no half-stepping. Ain't no half-stepping. Yeah, that's how you get hurt. <laughs> that's how you get hurt. Just like with skateboarding. Snowboarding, just like bike fo- tricks, playing you football. Commit. You don't go fifty percent. That's how you get hurt. Commit, especially skateboarding too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you better, you better commit to that trick. Once you're in the air, there's no apologies. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's tough, man. You gotta let them. Uh, you gotta let them make their own mistakes, I guess. But I, but I but in your house though, you guys are so brutally honest about stuff that I do feel like you should take your input a little more. Like me, I'm like, I don't want to hurt his feelings and saying like, ah, like, hey, maybe the orange thing will work or whatever. You guys are like, I didn't just, 
fucking glasses look terrible. Take them off. You look like a dickhead. We were all booing him. Like, our eight-year-old, my <laughs> wife, me. You know, <laughs> the little ones in We're doing we're pl- the plugging our nose, thumbs down. You know, the <laughs> it is like the Apollo might be not. This might be tougher than the Apollo here. Well, maybe in a bigger picture, he buys those. And then he goes, okay, I don't know what kind of glasses guy I am. But now I know it's not this one. <laughs> Where did he get know. that itch? What do you mean? Because I talked about these flip-up glasses, but I go, look. Daryl Strawberry's flip-up glasses are different. Chris Sabo, he wore these rec specs. He looked pretty unique in them because people weren't wearing them at the time, the, the baseball player. You know, he wore those dark baseball, you know, the ones yeah. that are like goggles, like yeah. for swimming, yeah. but for sports because, you know, you're, he needed to wear uh-huh. them and your glasses can't fall off. But Chris Sabo did not wear those glasses when he was walking around town. Dude, whatever Their you, function. Whatever you do, don't let him watch any wrestling matches with Brett the Hitman Hart. <laughs> All right, because he shows up with purple wraparound Dude, plastic shades. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Both. Yeah, the Executioner of Excellence? What was that? What Jim, the Anvil, Bret Hart, the, all the hearts. Great, great. Owen Hart, too? No. Yeah, he was not. I don't, I don't even remember him until he died, right? And then, then I was like, oh, yeah, there was that guy. I watched him and his brother fight in a cage match in 1994, SummerSlam, United Center. But other than that, I don't know. I, I, again, Actually, maybe I, it was I talk about this all the time. I talked about it with the Kevin Bacon thing. I feel like this is, again, where we talk, where, where we, I like to say, when, in my opinion, when we're talking about making America great again, there was this place in time where wrestling You're was so me in this way. I'm talking about keeping it woke and letting it burn. <laughs> Please. Uh, <laughs> Where wrestling was so important to us, and got, some people carry that on. And Professional I, I, wrestling? Yeah, I appreciate yeah. the guys that can still look at wrestling and go like, <laughs> yeah. "Wrestling's everything, man." Like I got, yeah. I'm involved in the drama. The I watch 90 Day Fiance, so who am I to judge? I still will judge grownups that play Pokemon and collect Funko Pop, but <laughs> I do watch 90 Day Fiance. So if that's you, yeah. you know who I'm talking about. Hey, dude, I got a few pops. They're pretty. Yeah, somebody got those for like you, them. and they're specifically collectible about something you liked. Still lame. I bought the but... Post Malone one, though, to be fair. That's okay. the only, that's the well, only whatever. difference. That's the only difference. I'm just saying. We're getting stuck in the weeds on Pops. They're great. Did, let me ask you. I went to this place called Up Your Alley. It's the uh, it's the new like epicenter of, yeah. for, for entertainment, right? Axe throwing, So, so it's like ball. the, the uh, uh, fun and... Uh, what, it's like the golf and stuff from Karate Kid. You can do a little bit of everything there. Remember when Daniel, they went there His on date? their date? Yeah, yeah. And they had a water slide. They don't have a water slide at this place, mm. but they have axe throwing. They have, like, the glow-in-the-dark, bowl, the moonlight bowling or whatever you call it, lunar the, bowling. I played live entertainment there. They have a live entertainment. They have an arcade. It's kind of like Dave and Buster's, but it's a little upper end, and it's more, I say, more geared toward adults or, like, teenagers than children. It seems like for adult groups that want to go... Have fun and not just drink, but drink and do stuff. And the amazing Dave Foreman, the guy who was running the show over here at Docs before, yeah, and he's now up at Square Roots as the manager. Okay, um, he 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 runs the um, the uh, the beverage situation here. So beers galore, all kinds of great beer. Oh, dude, over there. Got a bajillion times. dude, it's awesome. Yeah, crazy. So we were there uh, eating. We didn't play any of the games. We were there eating, and there was a musician that played. This was Sunday afternoon. The place was, I would say, half full at best. Dude, they have entertainment there. When I played, quick side note, I left a mic stand. And the next day I was like, oh, crap, my mic stand. So I went back to get it. I went there at like 1 in the afternoon. Dude, they got people, they'll book like a 12 to 3, a 3 to 7, and then a guy to close out the night. Like, there's tons of live entertainment there. It's wild. I wish I knew this guy's name, uh, the guy who was performing, but we sat down to eat dinner. My critique, and this is not a critique on on the business, but because... There's so much open area, 
and the I guess there's a uh, expectation that there's going to be bowling and loud things going on that yeah. the music is so loud. So that when we were sitting playing? there, we could not talk across the table. It was so the live loud. entertainment. Was? Yeah, oh, it was just wow. a guy with a guitar, like what you do. Yeah. And so at some point, I just said, "Well, I've already talked to these people enough. I mean, I see them every day. We're quarantined together. Let's listen to this guy play." So it was actually the sound system there you don't was kick ass. Uh, Dan something I can't remember though. Uh, I'm too lazy to look it up. Nobody said that when I played. But what? <laughs> oh, and I'll tell you what. My kids both said, "Oh, this guy's doing like what Ben does." Mm-hmm. You know, and so they appreciated when we saw you at the oh, that's uh, cool. yeah, that's cool. at the breakfast thing. I love. But you, I, I'm not the biggest fan. Yeah, of you, but, I understand. <laughs> my kids really but, love you. But you know what is cool about a place like that, especially playing though. I like being background because like when you're playing in, a, in a, like a bar, bar, the people are kind of like all. They're ignoring you or they're watching you, and like I, then you feel like the pressure to play like the hits or whatever they mm-hmm. want to play. I played up your alley, dude. I was pulling out like just stuff I never play. It's great because you're kind of background. Well, so, this, so for the entertainment, it's, it's awesome. Too. It was kind of cool for my kids because they we we don't usually go see live music. I think besides seeing you play live, I don't know that they've ever. At least my daughter has never been in a situation where there's a live musician that you can actually go up and approach because he said, yeah. hey. What do you guys want to hear? I'm playing my stuff, but if anybody wants to hear something, and I'm like, yeah, I do that. I mean, fun. okay, look, I'll be real honest with you. When you throw shit out there like that, you better be prepared to pay. You you better be prepared because you don't want somebody to come up and be like, hey, play this, and you try to play it and it falls short, like that guy, the puddle of mud guy doing the Nirvana thing. Yeah. It's a disaster, right? Yeah. Well, I tried to do a Deftones cover that I hadn't played in like ten years. Once, once when I played at a bar. And it was really bad. Like halfway through the song, I just sort of but, like started talking. But you have your iPad up there, so you can go to the song, and at uh-huh. least the lyrics are bound. Like as you're playing, like you mm-hmm. can scroll through. So it's better than just being up there trying to pull everything out of your ass at the last minute. I don't know how people right up your alley. Yeah. But my daughter was saying, "I want to hear Luke Combs," and I go, "Look, that to me is a tall order." I mean, Luke's you say Luke's what you want. Dude. This dude is. You ain't, I don't want. Don't to you see, dare say Ryan I don't Adams. Want, I don't want to see this guy. I don't want to see you tell him. You want to hear Luke Combs and this guy try to tackle Luke yeah. Combs, and j- you, you could you could ruin this guy today. Hope you play Butterfly Kisses or something. So my daughter is like, <laughs> she wants to go up there and ask him, but she's too shy. She gets halfway up, she comes back. She gets Ooh. halfway up, she gets back. I'm like, and then they wait till the guy's eating, and they're like, "We'll go talk to him." That's let's go. That's just a perfect time. That's what he wants. To so talk to, yeah. uh, my my son went up on behalf of my daughter and said, "Hey, can you play some Luke Combs?" And the guy goes, "Yeah, what do you want to hear?" And um, Oh, now I can't remember what he played. Uh, he played uh, two songs. One of them was uh, Hurricane. Two? Yeah. Whoa, so not only whoa. one, but he played two. Both songs on just on Killed point. him? Killed him. Oh, dude. Now, he wasn't Luke Combs. his last but, name but, and give but, him a shout-out, you know? But the dude, the dude, he laid it down. I was very impressed. because I'm awesome. like I was telling somebody else. And, it must and, have been in his wheelhouse like he'd played it before. If not, But, but again, he didn't say like, hey, if you guys have any Luke Combs stuff to request. <laughs> right, right, right. So I, I just said, hey, you know, this guy might be wanting you to come up there and ask him to play the standards. Brown Eyed Girl, the shit that everybody wants. Right. You know, but but you're going to you're gonna go up there and be like, hey, could you do Love Gun? You know, how, yeah. How, what kind of deep cut kiss stuff do you do? Can you do Lick It Up, the non-makeup kiss? Dude, I once was playing a show and somebody said, can you play Set Your Controls for the Heart of the Sun by Pink Floyd? I said, dude, are you... For, like, a, listen, are you an asshole? Yeah. I, need, I really need to know. You might as well ask me to do uh, Skrillex on acoustic, <laughs> which I wasn't even really familiar with that song, but I'm sure it's a great song and all that. But yeah, that's cool. He was able to pull it off, man. <clears throat> that's very good. That's that's not easy to do. I mean, do you do you have any Luke Combs in your uh, no. in your wheelhouse at all? No, I have a like. You know what's weird is I have a few like like a few 
like weird deep cuts. Like like I play like a lot of the shins. Mm-hmm. People don't ask for that, but if somebody goes, "Hey, do you know the shins?" I'm like, "Oh, boy, did you come to the right place?" Or something, you know, something <laughs> right. like that. that. That's works. what I'm saying. You got to be very careful with the guy. What I expect is a guy. His name is Dan Risen. R e i s e n. You don't nice. you know Dan? I don't, but I'll okay. check him out. So. What I think is normally guys will, you know, like when you do karaoke, they'll be like, I got a book. Just flip through it and tell me, like, you know, yes. which, you know, here yes. are the songs I'm willing to play. Pick one that you like. But, dude, that's a ballsy move, bro. Yeah. Especially, like I said, if somebody's going to pull something out like like that. Yeah. I always secretly wish that somebody wants to play a song where there's a really great female vocal and they know how to sing. <laughs> then I'm always like, you come up there and then we'll do like a duet. That would be killer. But Like, could you do Rio by Duran Duran? You're like, no, I can't. I'm not sure. No. I'm not even sure what that is. Not at all. No, that's tough. I mean, dude, and, and especially with, like, apps like Guitar Tab or whatever, like, it's pretty, it may not be a great version, but there's, like, not a lot of stuff. That, you could pull a lot of things off. You may be reading it as you play it and yada yada, but whatever. Yeah, but a lot of songs you can do that. A lot of a lot of, pe- a lot of music, like you said, like, everybody knows the tune. People are going to be singing along with you. There's not, but if you're going to do something that, and again, I, I, I pine for Luke Combs here. Mm-hmm. But I will say that to me is like a next level. It's like saying like like Lady Gaga. Like, hey, could you play uh, you know X Y Z by whatever the song yeah. is by this Lady guy's Gaga? A true like, artist. No, you cannot play that. Yeah, I can't play that. This guy's a special talent. Could you pull it off? Sometime? Have you ever told somebody like, no, dude, I can't do that? Uh, yeah. Usually I'll. Or you go well, like, I'll see if I could mix it I'll, in. I'll I'll try to get to that. Yeah. Or like, some people like because I'm a big Nirvana fan. A lot of people if they cover Nirvana, it's bad. So like when I will do like. Where did you sleep last night or whatever? And then people will freak out because people don't normally. I don't know if they do that. It's tough or whatever. But I'll do that. Sometimes that'll. This work is always well. the thing I come back to because whenever you see live music, especially in bars, and we have this conversation a billion times over the years, that you know people have the same fifty songs ready to ready you know cocked and locked at all times. They just mix up the order. Of yeah. Them. You know, every now and then you, yeah. you you you'll you'll put something else in there that's more contemporary. Or you know most but, bands. So if they go, hey, do you know this? You go. I don't know that one, but I know this one by them, and they go, "Oh, great!" So that works out good, dude. Let's talk about let's talk about the real the real craziness. Did I tell you I started um, seeing the shrink? No, but that's awesome. Yeah. See again, man. This is you're gonna do this. to I me I don't again. tell you when I get tattoos. I don't no. tell you when I start. You're gonna do this to me again shrink. though, because when you did the you you were first to get in the float tank, and I was like, man, it's something I've been wanting to do. <laughs> now I I have no problem saying this throughout my life. Yeah. I, I have I have visited the the, the man myself many. Mm. Or woman, whoever, many a time. Horrible. And it is the most cathartic, above and beyond podcasting. Yeah. yeah. I love it. In fact, I go so off the rails uh, that they're like, hey, refocus because we were, you only have an hour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to get to. It's All right, go ahead. so funny. He's a really good dude. And I, I hesitate to talk too much about it because I'd seen this guy before for a while back, but it was like here and there. But I eventually called him and I was like, hey, man. It needs to just be me and you. And now they're all Zoom meetings. That's, so, that's odd. Do you yeah. lay on your own couch? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I Well, is it audio Zoom or do you look at them too? You look at them. Okay. But what's weird is that I got to figure out a way to turn my image off. Of you. Because the whole time I'm going like, oh, the lighting is weird. I don't like it when my face isn't in the center. Because mm-hmm. he's got his camera close to his face. So I can like see He's his... cooking dinner. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. listening. Yeah. I'm like, could you please put a shirt on? <laughs> it's just like, I'm, I already told you I got a weirdness about guys with no shirts. Um, but like he's at like a desk, I think, or something. So like the camera's fixed. 
Well, He's I'm in a- Paris, France. You're like, wait, <laughs> did you change your Zoom background? Yeah. yeah, I'm like, are you in a gondola? <laughs> so, like, he's like, no, I'm listening, I'm listening. <laughs> he's like, putting a paddle in his hands. He's got a paddle in his hands. Uh, he's got a, a black and white striped <laughs> shirt. I'm like, wait a minute, dude, hold on. Is that a croissant? <laughs> so, um, but I think his camera's fixed, but I got a laptop. So, like, every few seconds I'm adjusting the camera. And so, uh, I got to figure out a way to... Maybe even, like, put a towel over my section. I mean, there's probably a way to shut your camera off. Or, yeah. like, well, I want it on, but, like, right. so I can't see it. But, no, it's uh, it's really cool, but it's funny because, like, I think because of the podcast, I'm used to, like, venting, and I'm used to, like, I'm used to... Uh, they call it filibustering. I'm used to filibustering, and I'm used to, <laughs> I'm used to opining at length, and, 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 I'm, and I'm not happy until my thoughts all the way out or somebody yes-ands me. Well, a therapist's job is not really to yes-and. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you and I talk, and I'll bring up something. I won't have much on it. I'll be like, so uh, I went to a cafe, and you're like, here's the thing about cafes. Then we're right. going. But this is sort of like, it's not about the money, but it's like, since I set it up, I have in my mind, I go, hey, man, there's like these things. I got to I gotta work some stuff out, right? So, like, we'll be talking, and I'll go on for like, he'll be like, okay, well, say more about that. And I'll go on for like a few minutes, or he'll be like, he'll ask me a question. Next thing you know, it's been nine minutes. And I've just been talking and talking right. and talking. And then, like, he'll go, yeah, well, I think that makes sense. Well, But here's the thing. So I will talk. Like, he's good. It's not him. It's me. He's good. But I almost feel like I just need somebody to go, like, yeah, I can see what you're saying. That's interesting. And I'll go, yeah, it is interesting. And here's why. And I'll go on for five more minutes. <laughs> what happens is I just keep talking. And I'll be like... I'll talk until I say something that I think is the answer to my problem. And I'll go, you know what, dude? That's probably it. That's right. Now that I mention it, that's probably it. And I'll start saying like, well, it is. Cause like, think about it. Like when I was 11, blah, blah. And I'll say this other stuff. And he really like just needs to go. Yeah. Say more about that. Tell me more <laughs> about that. And I will say more about that. And extrapolate, uh, extrapolate. I do all the talking and then I come up with my own diagnosis. And at the end, like, he's probably got some really great thoughts that I need to know. But at the end, I'm just like, okay. And then I'll go, like, the time will be up, and I'll see it, but he won't call me on it. Like, I always watch Curb, and they'll be like, well, that's our time. Right. But he's like, well, no, finish your thought. And so I go on and on. And I'm like, yeah, this was, yeah, I think it was a real breakthrough. I think, uh, and I'm kind of like, I, I guess I just came up with it. I guess I came up with the answer, and uh, thank you for being on Zoom while I did this. It's so funny. Well, I will say, as a... I would I, I would I would say I'm definitely I'm not I'm not at pro level like pro am level. Uh, I've done it mm-hmm. a lot, and I would say this non brick and mortar version where you are, where you're skyping or, or doing a video chat, it bothers me in that way that I think I would be so fixated on the fact that this guy's getting paid the same amount of money to not even drag his ass into his office potentially. Um, that would bother mm-hmm. me, and it would keep me for I would keep. Much like Larry David, I would go back to the thing and say, but let me just stop for a second, <laughs> if I may. Are we, is it yeah. cost, this, what is the cost if I actually see you in the office? Is there a breakdown for me doing the Zoom meeting where you don't, you could be in your bathrobe? Like, it doesn't matter to me, but I feel yeah. like, you know, and I'm getting away from the issue at hand. Like, but is there I'm, a monetary value for you having to actually come in to talk to me? Yeah, you're not paying rent, right? Because you're just doing a Zoom meeting. And that Are would, you using the same Wi-Fi to watch <laughs> Netflix later? And th- so are you writing you it write off this now? Off. Yes. <laughs> Those are the kind of stuff that, that bother me. Uh, I don't, don't go allow there, me to make breakthroughs. But that's where the self-esteem comes in. I don't go there because I'm like, this poor guy's got to sit here and listen to this. 
So, like, I, I'm always like, dude, I'm Do you so- Venmo him, too? No. He's okay. just got my info from when he was in office. But, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm so, like, I'm sorry you had to listen to that, dude. Uh, even through computer, it couldn't have been enjoyable So where, you. so, just for everybody's sake, including definitely mine, where are you, do you tell your family, like, hey, take it down to the park. I got a, I got a 30 minute. Well, hour. that's interesting, too, is a lot of times I You're will in your try, car. I will try, well, I'll tell my wife, I'll tell her that, like, I have this meeting at, like, 9 or 10. So she'll be like, all right, I'll take the kids to the park. I'll do something. And my house isn't that big. But I will go in the basement. Oh, and Wi-Fi is a factor, too. I tried to do it in the bedroom, and it was, like, breaking up. So I got to be, like, I go in the basement right next to the router. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, five the feet. The furnace and the hot water here. Yeah, I'm, like, you. yeah, I'm like five feet from the router. But uh, he's like, Ben, that, that buildup of water and, co- and condensation below your water heater, I, I, I can't. Can I stop you and tell you that? When's the last time you checked that water heater? He's like, you know what I think the real problem is with you? Like, we've touched on a lot of good things today. But the fact that you can't be bothered to change the battery in your smoke detector, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the real problem. I think, I think you know, it's like to make your bed. They're like, get up and make your bed, brush your teeth, little things. He's like, why don't you start by um, drywalling that crack? Now, I don't want to I don't want to throw shade at these people, but mm. I feel like the majority of times I, too, have worked myself up to my own conclusion. And then yeah. what happens is the person will say, okay, um, I agree with you. I think we're on the right track. What I want you to do is, I'm going to give you this printout. It's got a couple exercises. When we reconvene, you know, the next couple days before we meet up again, maybe answer these questions or or, or journal and write about write this. Just every day, write uh, what you're feeling. Uh, at, at what time do you feel the most anxiety? Whatever. But then when I meet this person again, uh, I would I would just go right back into what's happening in the moment and never get to the actual the homework I was doing. Yeah, so. I think it's very hard for... Uh... I think a therapist would have to be very type A, and he's not real type A. He's not, like, real aggressive. He's very good. I mean, I don't think they're supposed to be, yeah, but, no. like, but, like, he's not, like, he doesn't usually try to steer it back a lot. He lets me kind of go. But I, there's something, I don't have a joke for this, but there there is something really helpful about saying what's going on. It's so weird, because, like, we do it for an hour a week, but we, we joke around, and there's some truth to it, and yada, yada. But when someone asks you a pointed question, and you already know the answer, and you think about it about 23 hours a day, but then when somebody goes say it out loud, there's something to admitting to another another adult something that's whatever, bothering you or happening. Like, saying it out loud is a, I don't know why that is, but it's a thing, dude. Well, like, I'll have something that all day I'll be thinking, like, yeah, well, this is, I'm fucking, like, I, like okay, I'm like, it's, I'm very much like Bill Burr, like, I wake up at a seven. And he'll be like, so how was today? I was like, well, it's okay. I woke up, and he's like, how'd it go? And I was like, well, it was by the time I poured my coffee, I was like, like I was already at a six. I go, and then the, the kids put on Netflix, and I was at an eight. And all I could think of is get them out of the house until I talk to them, you know. And um, and I'll know the answer, but there's something about a saying it. It's similar, like, okay, when you go to the float tank, you have nothing but you and your thoughts. So you get to think them, and so there's a benefit to that. Uh, you get to observe your thoughts. And when you, not to get, like, too meta or whatever, but then, like, when you talk to somebody, and you know, okay, it's something, like, whatever is making you uncomfortable or sad or crazy or whatever. You know that thing is bothering you. And so you just keep thinking about it all day, and it's in the, the background. Like, if it was a painting, it's like just this little stain in the back of the painting, but you see it's there. But when somebody goes, do you see that thing in the painting, explain it to me. And you do, it's, I don't know, something to it. Yeah, well, let me ask you. So That's a stupid I, I've been metaphor, listening but to, there's something to it. 
this uh, this talking Sopranos podcast. Every week, uh, these guys go Michael Imperioli and uh, Steve Sharippa. They talk about the they go week, episode to episode talking about the Sopranos, the behind the scenes stuff. They bring on different people, and one of the things they talk about is the idea of of Tony talking to Dr. Melfi, and they said that. They're, they're, they even, without talking to David Chase himself, they're like, why do you think that there was a female that he chose to be his therapist? Like, why did he settle on this female? And their idea is is that that character, obviously, it would have been too much on his ego to show weakness toward a man. A man is you, always a potential threat. And if you watch The Sopranos, you'll realize, like, whenever Tony got too close to the fire, he flipped out call her a name or like he would all of a sudden become infatuated with her and she would not break from being his doctor like hey whatever yeah. I know you're, you've told me that you have feelings for me uh, talk about that and he would get mad being like well I just want you to tell me you have feelings back for me Yeah. not tell me how you know so I, I ask you I ask you is having is it ever something that you think about in your head like having a man as a therapist are there things that you think about when you're when you're like I gotta I gotta let it all out, but you still keep you, you still play it close to the vest, and would that matter if it was a female? I had a female one before and it didn't work out. <laughs> it wasn't so good because <laughs> of the nature of the things that I say. Like I say things in the podcast in jest and sometimes in truth, but in jest. But like it's different when you're talking to a therapist. If I say something, if I have a thought that's I don't know whatever, if it could be viewed as misogynist or a lot of times guys have issues. And a woman will even even a doctor will view them as some sort of a threat. You think she will? You're you're projecting. I think she'll that. think right. them as a threat. Right. She shouldn't because she should be completely object, object, she should objective. Be. But I remember talking to a female therapist. I think I went like three or four times, and she was kind of letting me have it. Like, well, this is, but this is like she was really like uh like uh judgmental judgmental about what I was saying. And so I remember just going like, I mean, okay, like, well then. But that's that's then I'm not the burned one. you on females. Because yeah, of that. right. Yeah, because you can't be real. And you... so since this is a dude, I kind of have that like. I always do self-deprecating first to get it out of the way, and then I tell him what I'm really really thinking, right? And then that seems to work. But since he's not like aggressive at all, then I can still go like, "Well, you're a guy. You know what I'm saying." And then I can say shit that's totally... Do you wait for him to, to acknowledge that? Or no. just roll right past no, it? No, I just assume. Just like I did with the female. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. No, but, uh, I, yeah, it, it didn't... I always thought it should be a female. Because I would get some sort of points. I always thought in some crazy way a female would go... Uh, I don't know. Like, see it as endearing or something. Whereas a guy wouldn't see anything as endearing. Right. He's like, yeah, you're a schmuck, you know? <laughs> but, a, but a female might be like... Well, you're trying, blah, blah. Didn't work out that way. Or do you feel like maybe, I don't put this on you, but I guess I was always looking for that father figure, like my father, where hmm. the, the, the you'd get that Bobby Knight response where the guy would be like, why don't you just quit being a bitch? You know, why don't, not why, from why, why don't you? I, I know, but that's... Not for me. I guess that's what I kind of wanted for some dude to just slap you in the face and go, dude, you know... Get your shit together. Yeah, but I. Well, it's funny. Because I don't want that, but I feel like that's. <laughs> it's like going to the casino and winning and continuing to bet until you're out of your money, because the idea right. doesn't make sense to me. It's like, well, I'm at the casino and I won money, so I should continue to bet this money <laughs> yeah. until I have none, and until that's they how call I know you it's time to go home. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because with him, I always like not to go into our sessions, but I'll always say like, 
I like quote the Corolla stuff. I go, all roads lead to narcissism. And narcissism. And he'll be like, why do you do this? And I'll go, well, the same reason everybody does everything, because I'm kind of a narcissist or whatever. And he'll be like, well, why do you say that? And I'll go, well, and then I'll talk for, about myself for 12 minutes. But I would tell him, like, the nature, the nature that I even, the nature that I'm even here, not here, but at my house, right. like, the fact that I go, hey, would you listen to me talk about myself for an hour, even though I already do it on a podcast, and I do it to everybody else who will listen, like, it feels very narcissistic. Like, let's, me, me, me. Let's talk about me, me, me. And he's always like, ah. So last week, we spent a good 20 minutes talking about what a narcissist is. And he goes, you may, like, have ego or lack of ego sometimes. He goes, but a narcissist, so he laid it out, and so it turns out, I don't know. He helped me think maybe I'm not a narcissist. I think he's a liar. Well, let me ask you. This will be the defining <laughs> factor, and I'm going to end it with this. Have you told him you do a podcast? Yeah. Have you told him the name of the podcast? No. Okay. Are you secretly hoping that he will do his homework and find the podcast, and he will be like, hey, I did some homework. No. You don't owe me this week because I listened to the podcast, and now I know, you know, I, no. we're just going to meet for five minutes because I could just go on what you said on the podcast the week before. I, do you explain to him, though, that the, similar to my the mom, podcast is Similar catharsis? to my mom, I want him to listen to me sometimes, but never listen to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like, do you want him to know, or did you oh, explain to him? okay, I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. It would be nice if 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 I said, hey, uh, I'll pay for two sessions, but go back and listen to four episodes. Right. And then you'll understand how who I am. Yeah. Because, like, this is, like, the real, like, we joke, but this is the real shit. Like, if you listen to a year's worth, you're going to kind of know how I'm wired Without for sure, doubt. right? Without a doubt. So, so I do wish he would listen to it and be like, oh, oh, you said you have a problem with this, but blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Right. So that would be nice, but nobody's going to. I don't pay him enough, nearly enough for him to do that. Well. I'm just wondering if you would suggest that to him and say, hey, I was talking, and I was wondering if... I'll tell him. I'll, I'll say, here's the name of it, dude. If you get bored and you're on a car drive, listen to it. Or would you be... Don't listen to the episode where I talk about you. Or, or, or would you be more... Obviously not. I guess the thought would be that maybe you would be concerned that he would then draw this other conclusion and be like, this guy, this guy's a... You know, he's beyond help. No, because, <laughs> because like, it's like, it's like, I wouldn't have gone to him unless I thought I really needed to. Like, if you had, like, brain cancer, like, you don't lie to the doctor then about whether you smoke or drink. At that point, you're like, hey, dude. So you're telling me I'm here you're 100% to save honest myself. with this person. There's nothing that oh, you go, ah, I'm going to hold that. I'm going to go 85% on this. No, I'm not 100% honest, but, like. Well, what's the point? Well, I You're going to work up to it. No, I am, but, like, I'm very careful about the way I word things. Like, I haven't. Should you be, though? Well, I haven't lied about it like a yes or no question. Right. But I'm not going to air out everything. Dude, this has so got to be levels to this if, shit. If, if I see him for a year, <laughs> then then I'll be like, all right, dude. You really want to... You know what I mean? Well, what I'm saying is... I don't is, need them to re, rewire my whole brain. I need to work on a few things, so we're going to focus on those few things. Yeah, the idea is is that you go there and you bare your soul. But in order to do that, you have to be a certain level... I pornography from the gas station. <laughs> Why? There's relevant. something to it's not it. Relevant. It's There's not something always. to it. Does he ever <laughs> show you Rorschach blots from on the computer? Not yet. Okay. But every time he pulls one up on me, he's going, "What does this thing of?" And I'll be like, angry. <laughs> he's gonna be like, "What does this look like?" Me being angry. It's funny because he was like, "Oh, like he was like, how was the week?" And I'm like, "The week was pretty good. The week was pretty good." He's like, "What do you mean pretty good?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, like I did everything I was supposed to do, and I tried, and, and, and my kids were great, and me and the wife got along." And he'd be like, "Okay, like so that's a good thing." I'm like, "Right." Should I include the part where I woke up at an eight? Right. Like, is that a problem? You know? So, I don't know. That's, that's, it's just funny though. Because, um, I just thought it was funny that I do a podcast where I talk for a week. 
I talk nonstop to anybody who will listen. But then, but then when the, every two weeks, it's not every week now because this is too much. But like, I'll go. I really need to talk to this guy. I gotta get shit off my chest. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. Who who has that much shit to say? You, we. I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I sort of feel like I would expect. I know this because it's happened, but I would almost expect like, hey, at some point, I would tell the, the therapist like, we're gonna end up being buddies. That's gonna get weird after a while because who can't like me? And I have to believe. Oh, I'd never that, have that. I thought. have to believe that as crazy as I am, the therapist is gonna go. I agree with you, and I don't even know why you're here. In fact, I feel like I'm stealing from uh, you at I this point. I think we point. just found the distinct difference between our personalities for sure. Yeah, I'm because like, I just can't, be I can't I believe be that I'm wrong about any philosophy I have. I don't go, hey, let me throw this at you. You tell me if I was a little bit overzealous. I would go, look, there's some people saying I was overzealous. They're assholes. I know yeah, this, yeah. and I know you're going to tell me that, so I don't even know why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, you know, was, was one more thing about it, though, is that you were talking about, like, hearing ambient noises in the background. Last time I, I, I did one, I told you about how the, I got a bum cat, and that bum cat had bum kitties in my house. They're the cutest things ever. If you look at mine or my wife's Instagram, they're extremely cute. But I was downstairs while we housed the cats in this bathroom downstairs. So I was like, hey, man, we're going to do this session. I go, but just so you know, the laptop audio is probably going to pick up. You're going to hear noises. I go, I don't have people trapped here. I go, there are six kittens in the next room, so you might hear them. And he's like, oh, kittens? Oh, that's cool. Tell me about it. So I was talking about him for a minute. Throughout my ramblings, he would be like, oh, so how many cats were there? And I was like, oh, there's like six, you know. And he's like, oh, what colors? And I'm telling about the colors. And he's like, oh, like, do you have pictures of them? And I was like, yeah, I took some pictures. I'll send you some pictures. And after like the third or fourth time, I'm like, you want a cat, Doc? Is that what you're saying? Do you want one of my cats, you know? And he's like, Oh, I'm not saying I like want one, but you know, whatever. And so, like, before we signed off, he was, I was like, hey, so yeah, anyways, man, I hope I can work on this anger thing and blah, blah. And he's like, but make sure you send me some, you got some screen, like, send me some pictures of those cats. So now I am, once, twice a week, I'm sending my therapist pictures of these kittens. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, no pressure, but I got some bum cats if you want one. If you want to know what it's like when I sit with a therapist, if you ever see Gross Point Blank, you'll understand the relationship between me <laughs> and my, that's how my therapist must think about me. Oh, like, yeah? Dude, don't do anything, you know, don't say anything, don't do anything offensive this week. And I keep it bottled up for him, her, whoever it happens to be. So now I'm jealous I need to get back in the fold. And I will tell everybody... Uh, anyone who's close to me, if you're looking to uh, buy me something for my birthday or any holiday, does your therapist take gift certificates? And how weird would it be if I also went to your therapist? And then possibly during a therapy session, I was like, hey, look, I know this is crossing a line here, but we can both agree, Ben, he's got issues, right? Yeah. You're like, listen, we got a lot of stuff to work on, but here's what I need you to say this week. If we fought to the death, I would kill him, right? That's, I just need, like, we, we would both win know an it. Wrestling we match, both, we both know it. I want you to, <laughs> right. have, you, have you seen me roundhouse kick? All right. I don't well, need to say anymore. That but, is, but you should see, yeah, it's good. It's good for you. That's it. I don't know what's going to happen moving forward, how much longer we're going to be outside or where we're going to be. Maybe if things open up, we could do it somewhere, but uh, until we're back in the studio, you're going to, you're going to be hearing it this way, so. Uh, like it or leave it. That's not really what I should say. Enjoy it. Like it or like, like it. it. You should like it. All right, that's it. Later. Mm-hmm.